This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 207 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost. Bluehost is the best web hosting for just $3.95 a month. It's the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. So if you need web hosting, head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture for more information today. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Freeform Friday. That is right. It is Friday. If you are listening to this live, we have made it all the way through the week. And I hope that you have a fabulous weekend this weekend with fun times with family and friends doing things that you want to be doing. But before you can get to the weekend, we've got to get through Friday. And in order to help you do that, I am here We are rounding out the end of the Insight Group Customer Service Summit West post-game episodes, and I'm going to talk to you about a topic that came up at the CSS West event, attracting millennials and keeping them. Millennial agents, not millennial customers. Yeah. But before we get into that, I want you to know that my new book is coming out soon. It's called What Customers Want. And if you are a member of the social pack, you will get excerpts sent to your inbox pretty soon. So if you haven't joined yet, though, there's still time, you can just head on over to sociallysupportive.com and sign up for the social pack today. All right, let's talk about today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Kabir Sagal, who said, gone is the day where you work at a job for 30 years and retire. Millennials jump around and switch careers. I think it's important for CEOs to highlight career mobility within a company so that employees don't get bored and continue to be stimulated. There you have it, millennials. And our book of the day is How to Attract Millennials to Your Company and Actually Keep Us by Caitlin Cromit. So let's talk about just that. When I was at the Insight Group Customer Service Summit West, I was able to ask Allison Baduske, the VP of Market and Product Strategy for Converges. She gave a presentation on millennial employees, and I was able to ask her the follow-up questions. And I'm not going to share the things that happened on the panel with Allison because I'm hopeful that we can get scheduled right so I can get her to come on the show and talk to you about that herself. What I will tell you, though, is it inspired me to go and do some of my own investigating around the subject. And here's why I think millennials are so important, because the majority of your customers are soon going to be millennials. How do I know that? Because, and there's a link to the article that CNBC put out that says $30 trillion worth of assets is being transferred from baby boomers to millennials. And I think it's over the next 10 to 20 years. I threw a link to that particular article in case you're interested. 
It's on the show notes at sociallysupportive.com slash episode 207. So that is a whole lot of scratch that's moving from baby boomers to their millennial heirs. And that means that if you have all the money, then you control the decisions that are being made about how you want to be served in the marketplace. We've talked a lot about that this year. And when you hold the majority of the assets, you hold the say in how you want to be treated. And millennial customers are going to want support from people who understand them. And also on top of that, because all of that is mostly about what customers want, but millennials now make up the largest workforce generation in the U.S. That's right, the largest workforce generation in the U.S., And there is a link to the article from accountingweb.com right there in the show notes. So you can have a peek at where that information came from. So what do millennials want in an employer? I'm not a millennial. I'll be honest with you. I'm a Gen Xer. So I don't fall in this category and I find it fascinating. I'm a mentor. I mentor year after year with an organization called Path Builders. And I have had the opportunity to mentor some millennials. And I have found the millennials that I have mentored fascinating because they don't tend to necessarily think the way that I do. Now, I realize as I say this, this is a broad generalization. All millennials don't all do anything. So this is just my observation. And the data that's coming in from these studies is on a wider set, right? But we want to understand sort of what it is that we're looking at so we know what to be prepared for and how to try to make happy millennial agents out there. So what what did the millennials want? What are we seeing? So according to John Bertino's Forbes article, October 26 of 2017, still pretty recent, titled Five Things Millennial Workers Want More Than a Fat Paycheck. (laughs) And, you know, as a Gen Xer, fat paycheck sounds pretty good, doesn't it? But that's just not going to cut it for the millennials. It's a a different thing is what John Bertino is telling us. So here are five things that he says they want. Number one of five, to be a good fit. And that means that when we are out there recruiting, our recruiters have to be looking for the right person to get into the right position at the right company. And the millennials also two of five want to work in a positive company culture. You know, I grew up watching shows on television like Dynasty and Dallas, where the women had, you know, these, these big, large shoulder pads and and big, strong hair. And there was a lot of cat fighting and backbiting and and all of this. And, and that's not what the millennials are wanting to see. The millennials want to be in a positive culture and third of five, they want to make a difference in the world. They want to make sure that what they're doing makes a difference and it matters. Four of five, Bertino says that millennials want to be mentored. They want to be able to grow and change. They want somebody to show them the ropes and show them the way. And five of five is to have flexible schedules. Work-life balance, I'm hearing over and over again, is very important to millennials. And I found this to be true in my own experiences where maybe somebody doesn't want to be the CEO of a company because they perceive that being the CEO is going to take a lot more time and effort. 
And they're really more interested in making sure that their quality of life is balanced between work and play and family. So this is a very important thing to the millennials that we're talking about here. So what is it exactly that you can do in your office to make sure that you've got some happy millennials working there and that you are able to keep them there? Well, based on what we've heard, like I said, sounds to me like you could be working with your recruiting and your human resources team to make sure that you're identifying proper candidates. Make sure that the people you're bringing into the organization are really going to be happy at that organization and be able to thrive in the environment and the culture that your company has. And speaking of culture, make sure that you are also building a positive company culture. You want to be modeling positive behaviors. You want to make sure that you're nice, that your employees and your staff are nice and encourage others to be nice. You know what? This is interesting. It sounds so simple, but say good morning. You know, some offices that you're working in, when you go in in the morning, everybody's head is down. Nobody's talking to anybody. Nobody's doing any of those kind of things or just head down into the cup of coffee, straight into the office, closing the door. There's a different thing that can be done. And sometimes the leadership at the highest levels or even your frontline managers can really turn that around by just being the first people to say good morning, making sure that that sort of resonates throughout the organization. And you'd be amazed at what saying good morning to somebody really does to change the way that they're having their day go. I remember there was a company that I worked at where we had a security guard And this security guard would say good morning every single morning to every single person who walked in the office. And that security guard one day was not there at that desk. She didn't even leave the company. She was just in a different part of the building than when I walked in. But the absence of that security guard really made me not have as great of a fantastic morning as I normally did. And I was shocked by this because it wasn't something that I really paid attention to until it wasn't there. And I went, wow, it really makes a difference when you say good morning to somebody, when you reach out and have that human interaction. So just something simple like saying good morning. And again, offering ways to make a difference. Here are some ideas of ways that you can let your employees make a difference. You can create events where employees can sort of give or give back. So planting flowers in the neighborhood, you know, there's something to be said about going out and doing things like that, building playgrounds and things like that for the neighborhood, knowing that you're leaving something better than you found it and doing it as a group with other employees that you work with can be a real sense of pride and accomplishment for your employees. And then also, I've worked for a couple companies that have an employee emergency fund. So if there is some sort of natural disaster, God forbid, somebody has something that wasn't planned, employees are donating money from their own wages to go into a fund that can be accessed and used by employees who are in need. And then that way they are given help and support by their own co-workers and colleagues. And that helps people feel so great that they're able to help out a fellow employee who's going through something that they hadn't planned on. 
Another thing to consider is joining existing charitable organizations. You know, there's plenty of fantastic charitable organizations out there like Habitat for Humanity or the Giving Tree, you know, where they have the angels on the tree and you pick a child in need and you buy Christmas presents for that child or holiday presents for that child. That's a fantastic thing to do. Now, Allowing for mentoring. As I said before, I am a mentor for path builders here in the Atlanta area. And there are many types of different mentoring that can happen. You can have internal mentoring programs in your company. You can have cross-departmental mentoring. And I want to say something about this. I have experienced and talked to many colleagues of mine that we work in such silos And companies are in a hurry to grab really great talent from one silo and keep that talent in that same silo. Moving from one department to another seems to have become more challenging in organizations. The book that Carly Fiorini put out about working at her organization when she was CEO, I can't remember what the name of the book was called. I'll try to put a link to it in the show notes. But anyway, in that book, she talks about at her company, how she was chosen for leadership and had an opportunity to work in all the different departments in her company. So she built business acumen, business knowledge about different verticals in her company. I'm finding from different people that I talk to that that's becoming more difficult to do. But I have also heard that some companies are making a point to bring that back in different parts of their organization. So think about cross-departmental mentoring, because especially in the millennial generation, what I'm hearing again is that the rise to the top and hurrying up to be, you know, at the top position at the company is not necessarily what they're aiming for. Sometimes they just want interesting, meaningful work to do that allows them a great work-life balance. So if that's the case, maybe it's not, you know, an elevated position that they're seeking. Maybe they just want to move to a different department and learn something new. This could be valuable for the company and also keep your millennial workforce interested. So that cross-departmental mentoring could be a really fascinating thing to have. Then of course, don't forget about your external mentoring programs like Path Builders and other mentoring organizations that are out there and available where your employees can go to an external source and be mentored to get information that maybe they're not going to get inside the company. And last thing we'll talk about is providing flexible schedules. Millennials want that work-life balance like we've talked about. So what about flexible schedules? What about maybe coming in four days a week for 10 hours, or maybe being able to work from home a few days. Or, you know, maybe they can do something that's just a little bit different and accommodate schedules that they've got or things that they want to do. And what about working from home all the time? Ooh, yes, I did say that. I know that companies went really big on working from home, and then they sort of pulled it back and Now we're sort of in flux on what working from home looks like and what it means. I will tell you, though, if you have a position to fill in your organization and you've got everything that you need online that can be taken with a portable laptop or something like that, 
There is a lot of technology out there that can tell us about how productive someone's being, how much time they're putting in with your customers, how much time they're talking on the phone or logged into a system where they're doing work for you. So the fear about not having productivity, I think that there are definitely technological ways to overcome that. The fear about not having that close connection with with teams and colleagues and things like that, that is a very real situation that has to be overcome. There are great technologies that can help with that too, though. Nowadays, you've got Slack, you've got, you know, all of these different communications tools that teams can be using. So think through whether that makes sense for you. And rather than having a long commute or something like that, maybe that's really helpful to help keep your millennials in the office. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So, just head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for Craft Beer Club to learn more today. All right, there you have it. We are wrapping up the Customer Service Summit West post-game episodes. This has been talking about attracting and keeping millennial agents Make sure that you tune in next week where we will be talking all about measuring and reporting and all of the things that you need to do and know so that you can have a fantastic digital and social customer care department. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time. 